0: 40 years ago, the city of Troy, Michigan, not too far outside Detroit, was building its first public library. A proud librarian decided to ask a whole slew of people, dozens of them, distinguished people, to write letters about the power of books. And 97 of them wrote back. Neil Armstrong, Isaac Asimov, Pat Nixon, Douglas Fairbanks, Dr. Spock, Ronald Reagan... E.B. White, who's the author of Charlotte's Web and Stuart Little, wrote, A library is a good place to go when you feel unhappy, for there in a book you may find encouragement and comfort. A library is a good place to go when you feel bewildered or undecided, for there in a book you may have your question answered. Those letters have sat in storage since 1971, and they were only recently rediscovered by our guest, Philip Quick. uh, Philip is the head of public services at the Troy Public Library. Good morning, Philip.
1: Good morning, Celeste. Thank you for having me.
0: It's nice to have you. You know, these these letters as I, I read through them, they're especially poignant at this point in time because these people wrote to you about the opening of the library, and at this point the library is in danger of closing.
1: Right. On August the 2nd, there will be a millage election in the city of Troy to determine whether there will be funding for the library going forward from this point. And that's, So we are in a c- crucial situation here.
0: That's kind of how you f- found the letters, right? That's one of the reasons.
1: Yes, I had been uh, preparing my records and uh, papers in the library and just preparing the library in general for our potential possible closing and uh, rediscovered this notebook uh, binder of letters uh, that, when I opened, struck me I was reading almost 40 years to the day after they were written. Um, Letters from, as you said, a wide range of cultural and political figures of the day in 1971 that all spoke to the importance of libraries, the importance of reading, the importance of books. Uh, and uh, it was just a magnificent find.
0: Well, let's take a listen to a sampling from one of those letters. Our staff uh, read some of them. This is a, a, an excerpt from a letter from Saul Alinsky, who was a community organizer. <laughs> one yeah. of my favorites.
1: In books, you can learn about all the beautiful things that are in life if you have the courage and the imagination to say, I want to know this world and all of its drama and not be like so many of the people of Troy who huddle in their little split-level houses getting stomach ulcers and the second-hand excitement of life on television.
0: That's Saul Alinsky taking a little bit of a dig at, at Troy, Michigan, right there, Philip. Quick.
1: Mhm.
0: What were some uh, of the other oh, letters just, that? You, go ahead.
1: Uh, they're going. I'm sorry.
0: Well, I was going to ask you what are the, some of the? You said that was one of your favorites. What are some of the others?
1: Well, one of my other favorites uh, is a letter from Carl Stokes, who was the first African American mayor of a northern city, who was the mayor of Cleveland in the 1970s, and he wrote. Um, I hope you will take it full advantage of your new library to develop understanding and appreciation of the heritage, which, in my opinion, is what America is all about, a national commitment to opportunity for all and to the elimination of poverty and racism. So each letter has that 1970s cast to it, that sense that Uh, we were living in a community, we had a commitment to public education, we had a commitment to improving ourselves. Each one, in their own way, sort of said that and speaks to that. You
2: know, Philip uh, Quick, you're the head of public services at the Troy Public Library, found this uh, trove of of letters from all kinds of people uh, who answered the call of uh, what's important about a library when the library was actually built back in the 70s. You know, who read the letters back then, and what do you think the promise is of your exhibit of making those letters public from people 40 years later who might not even know some of these folks are celebrities, reading them today?
1: Well, reading, I'm not sure exactly. The interesting thing, of course, is that I'm not sure how they were used. We don't really have any documentation as to whether they were exhibited, whether they were, uh, whether there was news about them. They were in a very nondescript binder in plastic folders, which any good librarian would do. Um, but today they really speak to, well, they really speak to two things. They really speak to... Uh, the um, quest that we all have for knowledge, the the uh, quest that we all have for understanding uh, who we are and uh, where we come from and where we're going. Um, and I think that's something that's basic in all of us, uh, basic in all of us. Um, they also speak to a wide range uh, or a wide range of views speaking to why libraries are important 40 years ago and today. Uh, these are views. As, Celesta uh, mentioned that go from Ronald Reagan to to Carl Stokes to Bill Milliken, former governor of Michigan, and they all talk about the importance why a library is important, what it does to a community, how it centers a community, how it brings people together, how it's the place for you to go as a respite, how it's the place for you to go uh, to find something that, you know, some information that you need that's crucial to your daily life. Um, And the the, the spectrum of them and the the sense that we have a public commitment to this, we have a public commitment to uh, improving ourselves, to to, to finding knowledge, uh, to uh, um, uh, finding where we're going and to listening to the words of the past. I think that uh, that view is relevant today as it was 40 years ago. And
0: we want to throw that out to our, our listeners again. If you have a – what letter would you write to the library? What inspired you to read as a kid? And what do you think is the power of books? Give us a call at 8778-MY-TAKE. You can also text the word TAKE to 69866. Uh, Philip, quick, uh, let's take a listen to an excerpt from Neil Simon's letter.
2: I do not for one instant regret living and growing up in a TV-less society. I can still remember vividly the books I borrowed on my weekly and often twice-weekly visits. I used to choose my books section by section, going through historical novels first, then biographies, adventure stories. And just about getting into philosophy when my voice changed, my arms outgrew their sleeves, and I was old enough to choose my books from the adult library.
0: You know, Philip Quick uh, of the Detroit, Michigan Public Library, that is something actually that sentiment was shared by a number of the letter writers, that that the library is is the replacement, the better replacement for TV.
1: Yes, which is also a very 1970s point of view. Yeah. you know uh the library is a place to equalize your place uh, ourselves the library is the great democratizer the the library is a place to get out of the the uh consumerism the the environmental destruction that we found ourselves in in the 1970s all those things are mentioned in, in the letters and in that sense they're really also sort of a time capsule at that point of the, uh, of that period of time there there's something that could not be recreated today but philip uh, in the
2: in the kindle age when you can carry a whole library on a chip on your ipad or in a kindle or something What is the value of libraries today?
1: Libraries are community places. They're public places. They're not just a personal commitment to reading or to improving yourself. They're they're a public commitment to that. They're they're a a compassionate uh, statement that says we all want to learn. We all want to grow. Uh, There is something to learn from the people uh, past us who have passed. People in our history, uh, and libraries preserve that, and they and they show us the way not only to the past but the way to move forward.
0: And unfortunately, at this point, the, the library there in Troy, Michigan, is in danger of closing if a millage doesn't pass in August. Philip Quick is the head of public services at the Troy Public Library. Library, Philip, thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. Thank you, Hadley. Thank you, John.
2: So if you'd like to see... The power of those letters. We actually have a slideshow of the actual letters scanned at org. You can be a part of the conversation. What book or author inspired you as a child? And uh, tell us at org, or you can just dial 877-8 My Take. I'm John Hockenberry.
0: And I'm Celeste Headley. This is the takeaway. <laughs>